The fare is 18 credits, please. Sue me, dickhead. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not so serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about Total Recall. Yes, the 1990 movie based on the Philip K. Dick story. Yes, the the only, the real one, yes. the real movie, because they did they did a remake. Granted, it has Colin Farrell and Kate Beckinsale and Brian Cranston, so I think it's worth a watch. But we're doing the good one. Yeah. Um, our plot. Our plot begins with Arnold Schwarzenegger, known as Douglas Quaid. Also, Mr. Universe. Also known as Hauser, whose first name I can't remember. Doogie. We're going to call him Doogie. <laughs> uh, and he's he's dreaming that he's on Mars. Or rather, he's on Mars with a sleazy brunette, as we come to find later. Uh, My favorite kind. <laughs> <laughs> he slips and falls off a cliff, and his face mask shatters. <laughs> and, his eyes begin, <laughs> and then he wakes up from a nightmare, and his Sharon Stone blonde hot-ass wife wakes up next to him and goes, oh, did you have the dream of Mars again? He's like, yes. And they fuck. Then he, and Douglas Quaid is just your everyday guy. He's a construction worker. He, you know, beats rocks with a jackhammer. He's Austrian for no reason. He's Austrian for no reason. But again, this is... The world is sort of one government, I think, at this point, so it makes sense that... You know, Fellow Earthicans! Again! Uh, <laughs> and he wants... He's, he tells his wife that he keeps wanting to go on a vacation to Mars, and she's like, why the fuck would you want to go to Mars? Yeah, Saturn's nicer. Because there's... <laughs> the moon's a Saturn. Um, but there's, like, this uprising on Mars we see in the news, and... Potential alien artifacts were found in what they call the Pyramid Mine. Because of unobtainium. Because of unobtainium. Vibranium. What do they call it? Tibinium? Tiburnium? Yeah, just insert random element from element. Yeah, and all the Martians, which are people who have moved to Mars and have grown up on Mars, uh, are being used as effectively slave labor to provide turbinium. I think that was it. Yeah, to right. the colonies or to humanity for whatever. Uh, um, they use it to fight wars. We don't really hear how. Yeah, it, it's a fancy sci-fi metal that's important. That's all you really it's need to know. It's for wars. It's the MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she keeps trying to convince him not to go to Mars. Like, hey, don't worry about it. It's all bullshit. This is just proof that if a significant other ever tells you not to do something that they're actually inserted into your life as a spy. Mm-hmm. It's it's the uh, it's the Truman Show thing. Yeah, and you should just make every effort to go to Mars anyway. Let's cock to Elon Musk. <laughs> cock to? Talk to. Well, wow. Freudian slip. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> wow. Damn it, we're keeping it. Um, <laughs> you cocked that one up. Say, damn it. <laughs> so on on his way to work, uh, again, to beat up rocks with a jackhammer, uh, he sees an ad on the subway or the bus or whatever for recall, spelled with a K and two L's, Ooh. where instead of going on a vacation in this future, they will implant the memory of a vacation for you, which actually Lit- sounds pretty fucking cool. American Dad did it afterwards. Well, of course they did. Yeah. Of course they did. Stan uh, takes the family on vacation every year, but he never actually takes them. 
He puts them in goo. Oh. He puts them in goo, and then that episode, they actually go on vacation, and it's terrible, and they're all like, fuck it, let's go back to the goo. And they, <laughs> at the end of the episode, they're back in the goo having a great vacation. That's outstanding. Yep. That's also, I'm not even going to go there. Um, the goo? The goo. Mm-hmm. You want Elon Musk's goo in and around your face? He is an alien. <laughs> Who knows what it'll do? Well, so Zuckerberg, but... <laughs> We're, they're going to kill us now. Uh, yeah. They're right. too rich to make fun so, of. So Doug is at work, and he talks to like his buddy. He's like, hey, you ever heard of Recall? He's like, yeah, stay away from that shit. They lobotomize you. But on his way home from work, he decides to go anyway. And as and he decides, he tells him that he wants the vacation to go to Mars. Now, Recall lets you add little like personas so you can be not yourself. He goes, what's the point of having a vacation where Take you're just a vacation the same old from you? Yourself. So I can't remember the term they use, but essentially... <laughs> One of the options was secret agent. What EA is making uh, vacations now? What's that? EA. EA. Entertainment Arts. Oh fuck! You mean or the worst? Arts. Yeah, the worst gaming company ever. Yeah. Pay to play. You have to buy the uh, the boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get a loot box on your vacation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he decides to go for secret agent, and they're like, cool. And they go into the next room, and he starts having a freaking psychotic breakdown. Apparently, which is what everyone warned him about. Right. Everyone warned him about it, and that. But they say that there's a memory block on his brain. And again, they're saying this while he's quote unquote unconscious. And uh, sa- he goes, well, it's just the program because he's saying, you blew my cover, you blew my cover. Turns out, though, she said, the doctor said, we haven't implanted the chip yet, so this couldn't possibly be that. And then he breaks out because he's Arnold motherfucking Schwarzenegger, Mr. Universe. That happens twice in this movie. Twice. Both twice. times. Yeah. The first time is like leather straps. And I'm like, yeah. okay, not really likely, but possible. The second time he does it, it's literally steel. It's Or turbinium or whatever the fuck they're using. Yes. And he just pulls it out because he's a goddamn superhero. He's um, literally Mr. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> so Whoa, he, I just realized Mr. Universe went into space. I know. I was. Ha. Yeah, I was kind of alluding to that earlier. Anyway, he, he breaks out. Goes home because uh, his buddy stops him and goes, hey, I told you not to go to that motherfucking place. And they try to kill him. So he kills them, like, you know, secret agent style. He's freaking out. Goes home. Tells his wife. And then she starts trying to kill him. Really sexually, by the way. Although she does kick him in the balls like six times. Yes. It's like, butters. Come on. (laughs) Uh, And then she tells him, like, look, I never saw you before six weeks ago. Uh, I've been here just to making sure that your memory didn't come back. We Evidently, have been banging a lot, though. And she goes, you were the best assignment I've ever had. <laughs> Turns out she's the wife of the main agent. Who, like... Yeah, I just don't see how that one works out, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, fucking uh There's probably not uh, a lot of hot female uh, Martians up there. Well, she's employ. not a Martian. Well, I mean, in the employee of the Martian government. Well, she's in the employee of the government. Well, actually, no, it is the employee of the Martian government. You're That's what right. I'm saying. There's yeah. probably not a whole lot of Sharon Stone-looking chicks right, there. Right, but I, I think they probably hired her from Earth. Because... No, she's married to the guy. He obviously has a career on Mars. Oh, that's a good point. She lives on Mars with him. That's a good point. Well, actually, she lives she's... on Earth with Doug to this point. Well, now. <laughs> but she's probably the hottest chick on Mars at the time. Oh, well, yeah. hottest chick with two boobs on Mars. Two boobs on Mars, yes. <laughs> hottest two-boob yes. chick on Mars. So so Doug <laughs> ends up uh, running away and finding like this crate that he had left himself with uh, some equipment and a message saying hey dude if you're seeing this shit went bad they got my brain uh you need to get your ass to mars and then of course when he shoots the computer instead of just turning it off or mm-hmm. anything reasonable it displays that message when they come to get him because yeah. he has a chip in his head or whatever that they were tracking and then he uses this nose thing to go and pull out a christmas orb <laughs> from yes. his from his brain and he gets to mars the second of many disturbing uh, claymation scenes. Oh, God. So much disturbing claymation in this. I love it. It's, it's the best part It's the best. It. It's the fucking best part. Um, 
and uh, he gets to Mars, and he gets he he's he's told by him his former self to flash his ID to go to the Hilton because Hilton has hotels on Mars, so of course they Why will. Not? And uh, he's, he gets the suite. Glad to see they survive the whole Paris thing. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, um. <laughs> He gets to Mars and he gets this cabbie and he's trying to find Melina, the girl. Or he doesn't know her. He finds out her name somehow. I can't remember why or how, but I think he tells himself, "Find Melina." Because find there Malina. is a uh, there's a uh, a note on the computer that says you yes, have something in yes, the yes, box. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. That's find, right. He writes the that's name right, again right. to see because he's like, "Oh, that's how my handwriting looks." That's right. Yeah. That's right. So he he goes to find Melina in Venusville, which is a weird town for, town name for a Martian town city or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he she's a she's a whore prostitute at a brothel, which or has Danny Bridget. Danny Vito would say whore, 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 whore. Uh, where Bridget the midget is also a a a. A prostitute there, and the three-titted woman. Mm-hmm. Everyone under everyone who's seen this movie knows the three-tit woman. They brought that back in the second one. Yeah, they? yeah, they did. They they had an allusion to it, and it was actually fucking awesome. Um, and uh, making me wish I had three hands. <laughs> and 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 basically, the 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 main crux of this is that there's a governor of Mars who runs it pretty much carte blanche. He has total executive power, and he's you know like I said, enslaving these Unlimited people. Unlimited power. There's mutants on Mars now who have like uh um. Like psychic powers because of radiation from the sun, I think is what they alluded to. Yeah, because domes. because they had shitty domes. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shitty domes. The sun, the solar radiation irradiated them, and there's a ton of mutants, and they all have psychic powers because that's what happens when you have mutants. Uh, just talk to X Men, yep, and uh, <laughs> he uh, goes around. Essentially, keeps running from everybody. At one point, they catch him in his hotel room. There's a guy who's claiming to be a doctor from Recall. Says, Mr. Quaid, you're having a nervous breakdown. I've injected myself into the program. And it says, swallow this pill and you'll wake up back in the lab. So he takes the pill, but Arnold, he doesn't swallow it. He just looks at the guy and then there's a single sweat that tells him that it's not not real. Kills that guy hard, hardcore. Ends up killing Sharon Stone in the same scene. And then they run off. There's, a, there's an alien temple that's supposed to melt the icy core of Mars to make an atmosphere on Mars. Because Which... everyone there is paying for air. Yeah, which come on, this is where it gets a little off the rails. Which is part uh, we'll of we'll talk in fun I'm facts. Sure. We'll yeah. talk in fun facts. Um, and again, MacGuffin, MacGuffin, MacGuffin. Turns out the movie does get weirder after that pill scene, uh-huh. which is part so of so much what, weirder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and they it, stop trying to explain stuff, and that's perfect. I love yeah. it. Is and the governor finally gets him and says, "Hey, look, dude, this was actually all part of the plan. You yeah. double, double, double crossed everybody." Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says he sees another message to himself. He's like, "Hey, mate." Good job. I stupid. But I want my body back, so shut the it fuck up. Mine first. Uh, and he breaks out of the second time. Again, fucking metal. Just a giant bolt. And he uses that bolt to stab somebody. Yes. So anyway, they get to the temple. They release it, but they get sucked out onto the Martian. Uh, we forgot the part where he uh, is like a woman in. I I, I was kind of sc- there's so much to talk about in this, but I was like yeah. two weeks. There's and some great, they they allude to that in the second scenes. in the remake as well. But it's but it's also different. That's why yeah. that's why I like the second one a lot, a lot. Actually, it's it's not as good as this, but it's good. Um, they release the Martian, the alien, half a million years old. They said it was. Uh, they create an atmosphere on Mars, and there's a blue sky on Mars. And another thing that I hated is that it changed the color of the soil. It has nothing to do with the atmosphere. That has to do with the iron oxide in the soil. That's because but, it's a p- computer program. And then she says it's like a dream. He goes, I just had a terrible thought. What if it is a dream? She goes, Well, kiss me, damn it. And then they make out on the surface of Mars. Free 
Mars. That's Total Recall, bitches. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. All right, so Arnold plays Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid? Doug Quaid. <laughs> I like Randy Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up yours! <laughs> so he is the Predator. He's from Predator. Uh, the sixth day, last action hero, Eraser, Terminator, Conan, mm-hmm. Kung Fury 2, where he plays the president, which oh, still has fuck. not come out. Uh, Expendables, Family Guy, Jingle All the Way, one of his best. <laughs> I actually fucking love that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Uh, Tales from the Crypt and The Running Man, which, oh my God, is my favorite. Art. Out of the bounce your spine and shit on your neck. Whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, um, man. Running Man, Conan, and this movie, and Predator, like, God almighty, and Such Terminator. Good. Actually, dude, Six Day is also a fantastic movie. I was going to say, there's a lot of Arnold movies I haven't seen, actually. Yeah, Six, Six Day, Day or Last Action Hero or Eraser. Eraser's good, too. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Stone is Lori. She was in Casino, Basic Instinct, where you see her vagina. Uh, <laughs> That's the only thing about that movie. The Quick and the Dead. She's in the 2004 Catwoman movie, and she was in Police Academy 4. <laughs> I love those movies. I know, I know, I know, I know you do. Uh, Michael Ironside, play, Ironside plays Richter. He was in Top Gun. Rochex, Roughnecks. Starship Troopers. Uh, he's been playing Darkseid in like different DC, yeah, 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 DC series animated series since he, like '97. He is Darkseid, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Uh, he's in Transformers. He's in X Men, X Men First Class, Smallville, Splinter Cell. Uh, he, I think he plays oh, the main shit. character. Yeah, in he's Splinter Sam Cell. Fisher. Yeah. Um, Stargate, uh, Outer Limits, Major Pain. He's the bad general. <laughs> yep. Uh, and tale from Tales from the Crypt. Uh, Ronnie Cox plays Cohagen. He was in Beverly Hills Cop, Deliverance, Robocop, Dexter, uh, Stargate, Blue Deep Blue Sea. He's oh, in God, the Spawn TV show. He's Captain Jellico in uh, TNG. Yep. He's in the nineteen ninety Captain America movie, and he was in Taps. Have you ever seen Taps? Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. And Mel Johnson Jr. plays Benny. Uh, he was Gull Bro- Broca or Broca in DS Nine. Oh. I think he's like the last leader of the uh I did not realize Benny was one of the characters because because you were doing the yeah. notes and you're like, oh my god, DS9. <laughs> yeah, I confused Braca with uh the other Goldemar. Goldemar. Yeah. But um I think Braca was the last Cardassian leader when it actually fell. Cardassian. I think, he, I think he took um the other guy's spot actually. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He's like the pawn they put up. Yeah, yeah, the puppet government. Yeah. All right, so this movie is adapted from a Philip K. Dick story. He also wrote what turned into a Scanner Darkly. Ooh. He wrote uh, what turned into Blade Runner. Okay. Which the original Blade Runner is adapted from his story, um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, I think is what Oh, it's I've called. heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's an Amazon show now, but uh, that turned into yeah. Blade Runner. Uh, That's he like wrote, an AI statement. He wrote Minority Report. Oh, fuck. He died in like the 80s, so this is, he oh. wrote this shit in like the 70s. <laughs> well, that's why it used psychics yeah. instead of other shit. Like and AI he wrote and Man stuff. in the High Castle. Oh, fuck. Fuck. This dude almost single-handedly invented sci-fi. Yeah, no shit. Um, and I did some reading on him. He was uh, crazy as fuck, which is why some of his stories which is why are so it's all so fucking amazing and accurate. Fragmented and weird, yes. Okay, so after seeing Sharon Stone's performance as Laurie in this movie, uh, Paul Ver- Verhoeven? Uh, I can't remember how to say his name. He's the one. He also did Starship Troopers. But uh, he cast her in Basic Instinct after watching this. Because he wanted someone that could play a timid, charming sweetheart, but also a diabolical person. She knows it. He also said later that Sharon Stone is actually just like that in real life. <laughs> so I wonder if she just shot him down, but, you know, maybe. Oh, man. So Arnold noticed that Michael Ironside no, was... Arnold. 
Arnold noticed that uh, Michael Ironside was always on his phone in between takes, and he went to talk to him about it, and he found that he was calling his sister, who was, like, dying from cancer, I guess. And so he uh, brought him to his trailer, and they had, like, a three-hour conversation with her on the phone, and he gave her all sorts of exercise tips and different food tips and stuff. Damn! Because Mr. Universe, Good guy Arnold, shit. And she recovered, and apparently they're all still friends. I'm like that's fantastic. Talk about how also, you talk. He said he was on his phone. I'm like, this is the '90s, like yeah. late '80s, early '90s. This is one of the last major Hollywood movies to make large scale use of miniatures as opposed to CGI, and was also one of the first major blockbusters to use CGI and have it photorealistic. It was awful CGI. It was not for the time. It was for the amazing. time. No, I, I I wish they could. I wish there was a cut where they went would go and like redo the CGI because it would be nice. Uh huh. Just like they did with the uh, special editions of... Okay, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't need to touch this. They I retract my statement. Yeah. All right, so when Ronald Shusett and Dan O'Brien started working on the screenplay of this movie in the 70s, they realized it was going to be too expensive to make with the sci-fi and special effects stuff at the time. <laughs> so they delayed this and started working an idea, on, on an idea that O'Bannon had about a space monster terrorizing a spaceship crew. That became Alien. Whoa. So Philip K. Dick almost inadvertently created too. At least, Damn, that's good. Sort of. So Patrick Swayze was signed on to play Quaid when they first started pre-production in Australia. Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Oh, man. But when it was in early pre-production, Dilo De Laurentiis's company went bankrupt. Dino, <laughs> Dino's also the guy who did Conan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of other stuff that I can't remember. Um, so almost the entire crew got sick during production, and I think this is when they were in Mexico with the exception of Arnold and Ronald Shusett, who I think is one of the directors. Because Arnold is Mr. Universe. No, Arnold catered all his food from the U.S. He refused to eat any Mexican food. Smart man. <laughs> it did work. Smart man. He did this because when he was in Mexico during Predator, he got sick. When he was filming uh, Predator. Oh, so he had reason to. Yeah. Now, Shusett was just extremely weird and healthy, and he only brushed his teeth with boiled water. <laughs> And he got a weekly B12 shot. Hey, dude. That's... And they all made fun of him until they all got sick. Yeah, man. <laughs> Y'all laughed at me. <laughs> okay, guess who the uh, facial model and the voice of Johnny ha- uh, the Johnny Cab robot are based on? Uh, Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek? Yeah. Uh, Bones? The EMH. Robert the... Picardo. Oh. He's the voice and the face of the Johnny Cab robot. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. That's so fucking hilarious. You're in a Johnny Cab. Oh, my God. I can hear it now. Yeah. So, Paul Verhoeven signed on to the film in autumn of 88. Uh, he wanted to film in Mexico City because they had a bunch of futuristic architecture. So, they had 500 people that worked on it. There were 45 sets and eight sound, sound stages. And at the time, Total Recall was the second most expensive movie in history after Rambo 3. Fucking what? Yeah. That's amazing. This movie was big. This movie is shit. fantastic, by yeah. the way. So Arnold originally was going to play the title role in RoboCop in 87. That's another Verhoeven movie. Yeah. Now, after it, uh, there were some problems with the costume, so he couldn't do it. But after he saw RoboCop, he loved it and was like, I want to work with Paul Verhoeven. And so that's how he got on Total Recall. Hell yeah, man. What have you got to do? All right. So I told you this week I have photos yes. <laughs> in the notes. Because we're actually recording Sorry the same for room. listeners. <laughs> so to coincide with the movie's release, Sharon Stone posed nude for Playboy. Oh, want to see? Yeah. Oh my good God! Yes. Uh huh. Smoking a cigarette, mind you, yeah. in a magazine. You can't a, do that it, anymore. It was a different time. Yeah. 
It was a good time. Sharon Stone. Anyway, moving on. So the original cut of the movie had an X rating <laughs> because it was so violent. So and they, all the tits. So they, yeah, there's all three of them. Three. Yeah. So they trimmed it and gave it different cameras angle, camera angles and it got re-rated as R. So they never mention it in the movie, but the cover of the VHS mentions that this movie put, takes place in 2084. Yeah. That's confirmed by Verhoeven. Yeah. Because when he did Blade Runner, it was too soon to like, when it came out, like the future wasn't far enough in the future. Right, and right, And he learned right. from that mistake, and he's like, I'm not doing that. So he put it way further out in the future. Yep, that's that's smart. Yep. That's smart. So in the DVD commentary, Paul Verhoeven said that the love scene after Quaid wakes up, uh, he wanted Sharon Stone to show more skin, but she refused to do it. <laughs> but she shows her tits? So he cast her in Paul in Basic Instinct, where she showed her vagina, and he said he did that to get back at her. What a dick move. <laughs> What an amazing dick move. That's what we're uh, doing the notes, and I was like, you can't do that anymore. That's not cool. No, no, you get me too, <laughs> and kind of rightfully so. Not cool, bro. <laughs> so the only soft drink they advertise on Earth is Coca-Cola because it's superior, and God the only one right. they see in Mars is Pepsi. Yeah, discount Coca-Cola. Shitty satellite worlds. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not a satellite world, but whatever. Because Martians are the north of space. Yes. Space Yankees. Space Yankees. <laughs> so the Spankies. Johnny Cab, when he's whistling, he's whistling the Norwegian National Anthem. Why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> Why not? Maybe it's it, a, it makes sense if it's the Austrian National Anthem. Maybe it's a Norwegian Arnold. company that makes Johnny Cab. Oh, like Ikea. Probably. Oh, wow. That is definitely something that would happen. Dude, Ikea would totally get in that business. No, if Ikea did it, maybe made a shitty teak wood and you had to put it together yourself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, so composer Jerry Goldsmith considered uh, Total Recall to be one of his best film scores. He's also the one that wrote several of the Star Trek intros. As I say, dude, also fantastic scores. Yeah. Like, he did, um, I think he did Voyager and TNG. I think he wrote TNG's the scores the for one. both of those. TNG's the best one. Yeah. I like DS9s. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, 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 no. My favorite is Enterprise. It's been a long time. <laughs> All right, during filming, I don't know why, but there were a lot of animals on the set, including a five-month-old cougar. There weren't any animals in the movie. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe the director was pulling a Talladega Nights. <laughs> Sit down, Karen. <laughs> so in the RV, the cougar jumped on Arnold Schwarzenegger's neck, and he thought it was attacking him, but apparently just playing with him. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Said to the insurance company. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just imagine there was a lot of coke going around if they had cougars in the uh, RV. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, coke, cougars, RVs. That's that's the, like trio right. that's the trio right there. That's the trio right there. And Sharon Stone and Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and Dennis Quaid. <laughs> All right, so they're filming the fight scene between Lori and Melina. Paul Verhoeven asked them to choreograph it not as a cat fight but as a martial arts fight. And they say in the DVD commentary, this is probably the first big movie they ever actually had two women fighting instead of cat fighting. Wow. Progressive. Yeah, this movie still doesn't pass the Bechtel test, no. but it's that's something maybe. Not that that's a real thing, but yeah. <laughs> the Bechtel test? I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, so the scene where um, the air, <laughs> the scene where they cut off all the uh, air to the Mars colony was initially shot with them gasping for oxygen. <laughs> too rough. But the, the director of photography thought it made them look too uh, comical. Oh God! Actually, I can see that. 
So, Especially because it's a bunch of like prostitutes and scantily clad yeah. people. Like, oh god. So they yeah. basically, um, oh fuck. They they kind of shot this like a scene from DOS Boot where they're just laying down dying. So that's how that happened. I mean, it's actually it's probably more accurate to what oxygen deprivation is anyway. Yeah. And so one of the really heavily re-edited scenes um, was a scene where the, on the escalator where he in the original cut used a human body for several minutes to shield himself from bullets. <laughs> Now I see why it was rated X. Now I see. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a minute with some fan theories. Right. So there's really only one fan theory about this entire film. And it's the one question that everyone has about this movie is whether or not the movie takes place as a real storyline or it's the imaginary vacation inside his head. Right, uh, and there's evidence to kind of support both sides. The fan theory, the one that I found, postulates that it's definitely, almost certainly, a dream, and they say that because of a couple things. The first one being, well, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. That's probably the first. Well, it, again, there's 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 a bunch of evidence, and the, the first one being that it's so perfect. Like it's he's always gets to a part where because the guy in Recall says people shooting at you but don't worry at the end you definitely come out as the hero yeah and that that definitely and all of it went wrong yet he still came out as the hero yeah he actually said you'll save the whole world mm-hmm. too and, and there's he a did save all of yep, ours there's a throwaway line by one of the background technicians when they're in when they're getting the chip ready to install mm-hmm. he goes huh blue sky on mars that's new and at the very end mother it's a blue sky on Mars. Okay. Another thing that they do is it's the music. It's the recall music. He first hears it when he watches the commercial. Hears it again when he goes into recall. And then you hear it only two more times when the doctor shows up to say that he's still in a dream state. And at the very end when he's kissing Melina goodbye. So Or kissing Melina. Was the guy inserted in there because he was actually having a mental break? Or was that part of the because program as well? Because he was actually having a mental breakdown. So he's kind of like stuck in there. Unt- uh, or lobotomized. Again, the, the theory could be two things. Is that he's going to now wake up from the dream because the program's done. Or he is lobotomized. Yeah. Because, yeah, if the guy dropped in there and said, Hey, bro, this is your chance to get out. Mm-hmm. That could still be part of the simulation. Still, again, that's not yeah. a, that 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 kind of evidence. It doesn't say it one way or another for sure, yeah. but it piles on to other evidence. Yeah. The main one being the music and that technician, that throwaway line, "Huh, blue sky on Mars." That's new. Hmm. And also, they show him some Martian artifacts ahead of time at recall. Happens to be the exact artifacts that he finds later, like hmm. without any difference. Melina's face is in the recall computer. Yeah, literally. He picks her. Yeah, I know. So that has to be, according to the evidence. Again, I don't really have an opinion on it. but It didn't have to be. Um, because it says, I dreamed about her. And it's like, well, you dream about every face in your dream is actually somebody you've seen in real life. Whether you just saw them on a bus or anything like that. They've done studies. I'm not sure how they determine that. But I have read that many, many times. I don't know. Is about it that. every dream in your sleep, every face that you can see? Because most times when you dream, at least when I dream, not everyone has a clear face. But the people that do are always people I've seen or known. I don't dream. I visit other worlds. Jin. <laughs> but yeah, so that there's a lot of evidence that states that this is actually just well, a psychotic is, I, breakdown. Well, it, with them putting in her face and all that, he picked her. Yeah. He basically did a character creation screen. Yeah, for his girlfriend. But if 
if that were actually reality, he's met her before. He's dreaming right, about her but because why was her face a selection in the he recall? He picked her. He picked like nose this, nose length this, X that's Y this. Fa- that's fair. That's, that's what I'm fair. saying. He literally went in and character created like all these people who okay, spend no, that's, time that's on fair. That's Fallout fair. making themselves. No, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I forgot that. And he he, he described her as she was. Yeah. So that is again, that's not complete evidence to support one yeah. way or the other. That's still kind of fuzzy evidence. But it's the music. It's the blue sky line that's just kind of a throwaway. Yeah. And because I don't know if you made an oxygen atmosphere on Mars, if it would be blue. I think it would be because of how the sky is blue. It's just that particles high up refract blue refract blue light better than heavier particles. Yeah, that's why it's it red. That's why it's red in the evening and doesn't that have something to do with the curvature of the Earth too and the No, it's the it's way the ref- light moves over it's it. It's the refracting of particles in the atmosphere. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but also if you just released oxygen out, there'd be nothing to hold it in because there's no ozone established. Well, that ozone doesn't hold in. It's gravity that holds the atmosphere to a planet. Oh, okay. Well, there's also lower gravity there, on Mars, but there's, isn't there? There is. There's a third of the gravity, which is why when they're walking around and it's just like Earth, it's bullshit because you can jump three times higher on Mars. Yeah. That's why the Martian is also kind of shitty too when they do that because, I mean, I get it. Limitations in filming. Yeah. You can't go to Mars. But uh, but the, the dirt at the end would also, not change color. Because it's Can you iron imagine how hard it would be if he was working for the Martian government to get as buff as he is? Yeah, no because shit. You can barely yeah. maintain yeah. your leg structure going up in the ISS. Well, yeah, there's there's no gravitational force right. on you in the ISS, but on Mars at but, least there's so a you'd third. have to mark. Well, you'd have to like work out a three times the weight or well, something. Well, you'd literally just do that. Though. Yeah, you can do that. I know, but but it's su- it'd be severely yeah, difficult. It'd be yeah. really hard for Arnold. Yeah, and then even for Although like there's sharing- some future tech that you know maybe. Using but turbinium. Arnold and Sharon Stone, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe turbinium <laughs> you just, makes you everyone just jack up with turbinium. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. But, Lots uh, of weird questions. but yeah, so that's that's it's it's an interesting it's interesting to think about. Um and it's I, I like to think that the movie was real because it's a fun story and I like the idea of like the Martians, you know, having their own planet at that point. But uh also aliens being real and building shit on Mars. That's that's something I really hope is true <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Uh, when we finally go there, we find like, oh shit, they were here you like know, twenty years ago. I just came up with a theory. What's that? Do you remember when Benny pulls his arm out and he's got that creepy like Yeah, 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 yeah. That looks a lot like the hand print for the thing that sets off Oh my so, god, the radio Oh fuck. So if if time is a cyclical thing, uh-huh. as people have proposed, uh. maybe that's the end game for all the mutations. Well, I th- I think what your point is that the mutations on Mars make you that alien. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's actually a really good theory. That's what I'm saying. And I if, like that. If time is cyclical of some sort, maybe... Well, I just think it might... Ju- maybe it, the future versions of yeah, humans are what created that Maybe, in the first place. Maybe not even that, though. Maybe it's just the conditions on Mars make you those aliens. Yeah. Or, or transition your genome to do it. So that's... That's a cool idea. You're, I didn't catch that. That was actually cool. That's a cool idea. Because they have three boobs too. And all. Well, I think that was like a uh, surgical procedure she did. No. You think she was a mutant? Yeah. I I didn't. Everyone catch, in that part of town's a mutant in some kind, some way. Uh, except Melina. We don't know. Maybe she. Ha- Maybe she has a, two vaginas. I had a creature living on his chest. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Qu- like Kuat was that Quate? Quate. Kuat or Kuat or something. I don't know. <laughs> the Kuat ship drives. Yeah, that's a Star Wars reference for you nerds out there. Okay, well, what was your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part of the, just every time Arnold was suffocating for air, like ah, 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 that was my favorite part. Okay, <laughs> what about you? Trip nips. Trip nips, of course. <laughs> Why did I even fucking ask? That's dumb. This movie has hundred fifty percent of your nipple intake for the day. <laughs> All right. What was your least favorite part? 
Um, I don't know. That's a great question. I know. I am trying start? to think of what. No, fuck it's, you. I asked you first. It's really a masterpiece of a movie. It's, it's hard pretty to, fucking good. It's man. hard to pick anything out of there. Um, I hmm. If I had to say something, uh, not enough three tittied women. I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I really. The Johnny Cab. <laughs> even Johnny though, Cab was even great. Even though those are charming and amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, fuck. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, I, I can't, I don't have, again, could have used more triple boobs. Yeah, you could almost make this into a series. Dude, they they totally should. Because, you know, you could just go on all the adventures yeah. that people go on when they go to Recall. Yeah. And make, make the series about Recall itself. Oh, shit, like a Black Mirror type thing. Yeah, then you could just explore all these different universes that oh, start at Recall and go forward. Oh, man, that's actually cool. Yeah. I just, oh, and like Recall is like... It's they could have made like, a series of Recall. It's almost like philosophical where it's like this actually generates another universe. Yeah. Because somebody Does believes this, it. Just create a rift and like... And like a time yeah. split. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, yeah. Uh, well, tell us your favorite parts, listeners. Um... We don't get to hear from you guys often, so yeah, you guys don't back. like us. It's fine. We it's can fine. take a fucking hint. Yeah, it's fine. We get it. We're gonna keep talking though. <laughs> anyway, that's Total Recall. Definitely recommend it. I also recommend watching the second one, just just because it was it was an okay sci-fi movie, and Brian Cranston nails the he he plays the the governor guy. Mm. Although again, the remake doesn't include Mars. That's so weird. It is weird, but I like that they change stuff. But anyway, that's. That's neither here nor there. Go watch this motherfucking movie. And uh, three boob on. Can't I say anything? Nope. All right. I'm going to say. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. Please go ahead and join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, go ahead and leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcasts. Also, tell your friends about us. Like, seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. We'll see you guys next week. Consider that a divorce. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.